0: Comes up, here comes up, y'all don't really want it like that. comes up, no, here comes up, oh. comes up, y'all don't really want it like that. comes up, comes up, no. comes up, oh. y'all don't really want it like I up said so, I keep big builds up in my heart on the dirty like blessed. So, ain't got no twist in my head, but I'm still dreadful. And I got plenty of bread. So I'm all in. I might call you my cousin. i but we yeah. ain't kin. No. You think of am jumping, man? You best think again. I'm yeah. the dirty. I'm the type of man that might go broke. Over
1: Press box and the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. We'll power up HWA headphones. Go check them out at their various web, various social media sites: Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also they have a Tumblr account. So y'all go check them out. HWA headphones. Also check them out their website as well. Big weekend in, big weekend in sports. I mean, it's all. Centered around London, England, Wembley Stadium, the biggest heavyweight matchup since 1995. <laughs> I mean, we're talking 20 years. I mean, we're talking since. I mean, <laughs> we're talking since Bowl, Holyfield 3 or Foreman winning the championship. Over Michael Moore. I mean, we're talking big time heavyweight boxing at the highest level for the first time in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm so excited about this matchup. I can't wait. cannot wait. We'll break. I'll break it down. We'll talk about it in just a few minutes. In just a few moments. But first, we're gonna jump into the daily devotional. Very. I mean, uh, this is gonna be a good one. It's uh, comes from my friends over at True Touch uh, Touch Ministries, and today's title is True Freedom. The passage comes from John eight thirty-one and thirty one through thirty-six. John chapter eight, verses thirty-one through thirty-six. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed Him. If you continue in my world in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never yet been enslaved to anyone. How is it you say, You will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you. Anyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Let me repeat that last verse to you. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. At the time when Jesus was born, the Israelites were experiencing great oppression. They looked forward to the promised Messiah Who would bring freedom and victory But instead of overthrowing the Romans Jesus spoke about respecting authority And showing love for en- to enemies Rather than win victory for the Jews alone He brought blessing even to despised Gentiles As evidenced in John chapter 4 verses 4 30 And Luke chapter 7 verses 6 through 10 The people expected him to overpower the domineering nation through battle. But he allowed those in authority to crucify him. So thinking Jesus surely was not the promoted savior who would liberate God's chosen people, the Jews rejected him. They failed to understand that Christ was most concerned about the freedom of their hearts. He came to release us from the bondage of sin in our life. But he does not always free us from our current circumstance. A letter a letter that, that was received illustrates this beautifully. After fifteen years in prison for habitual criminal acts and drug involvement, the writer shared that Everyone had given up on him. He felt hopeless because he was, until he was saved and began following Jesus. The, now the bitterness and anger are gone. He is filled with joy and peace. He's been liberated. He still faces temptations and he is still in jail. But he has experienced true freedom. Jesus came for you. He died to pay your sin debt. Have you accepted his free gift of salvation? His power can tackle sin in your life, and his truth can overcome harmful, faulty thinking. Walking with him is truly walking in freedom, so lean on his strength. Choose the right path. Lean on his strength and choose the right path. Wow. Wow. We're gonna take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're gonna jump right into right into our, our discussion. Y'all stay tuned. Welcome back to the press box and the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine, the main business in the building. So excited to talk about this weekend, what's going on this weekend. But before we start in this, into this weekend, I want to go. I want to go back to this week and and just. I I want to talk. I want to talk Lazo Ball. I want to talk Lavar Ball, and I want to talk about how stupid. They really are. Okay. So, you throw your pitch out to Nike, to Under Armour, to Adidas. And you basically want something that you came up with off the top of your head as part of the licensing agreement, the big baller brand. Here's my question to you. If your son is so good, then why are you trying so hard to boost them up? Here's here's the problem that I have with parents like him. And we can go back and we can look at the Richard Williams. We can go back. We can look at. We can go back and look at other parents that are just like this. The Marinoviches, you know, with Son Todd, the Marv Marinovich and his son Todd. We can go back to, to, um, and there's so many different things that we, there's so many different people we can talk about in regards to this. But when you're messing up your son's money and he ain't even made any money yet, yet, You're talking about how he's probably going to be better than LeBron, better than than Michael, better than than anybody else. And I know that there's some people that are on the that are on the on the bandwagon. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I mean, I just, I'm just not. I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, as I sit here and I'm talking to you through my through my my headphones of attitude. The only solely powered handsets in the world. I, I cannot buy into this. I won't buy into this. I won't even, you know what? I won't even entertain the thought of Levar and Lonzo Ball being as good as he is. If you're that good, prove it. If not, shh, be quiet. Let it ride Because if you get that good Then people are going to give you your props But If you keep trying to force it on people And force your brand on people Nobody's going to come see you Period Nobody's going to want to do anything with you So here's the deal Everyone is is Desperate in desperate need Of of a Of a comeback Or you can go to the Stephen Marbury's brand, Starberry. I mean, you'll get more buys in Walmart with Starberry than you will with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour in in the shoe store. Just saying. I mean, you'll have all the kids who don't really know who you are wearing your shoes if you wear strawberries. I mean, like, I'm just saying. And one, I mean, n one needs needs a face. They haven't had a face in over ten years. You haven't even heard of N1 in ten years. I mean, the n One crew wears Adidas now. <laughs> I mean, come on now. I mean, let's think about this here. If you're gonna if you're gonna continue to to say the things that you say and do the things that you do, you know, the a combine is coming up. You're saying that you may skip that. Are you are you crazy, or are you just playing out just not smart? You know what I'm saying. So I I I'm I'm, I, I'm just I, I'm just gonna. Well, Lonzo Ball to Lavar Ball. Now we're moving on up to the NBA, the NFL draft. The NFL draft uh, Thursday was a night of surprises. A night of three trades. I like to Has to be the Cleveland Browns I don't care What the Cleveland Browns have done Over the over their draft period With the 20-something head coaches That they've had 20-something starting quarterbacks they've had 70 different, different Offensive and defensive coordinators 800 different assistant coaches That they've had since they've been back in the league Since 1999 This trumps them all Not only that You get A guy like Miles Garrett, you get a guy like Jabril Peppers, you get a guy like David Njoku, who is probably probably the number three tight end on the board, possibly number one. I mean, wow. And then with their picks yesterday – you go out, you get Deshaun Kaiser, and you get you get another corner. I mean, you got five picks in front of you, and you still got picks coming. You got six more picks. I mean, you have your regular pick, and then you have your compensatory picks all the way through all the rounds, from four to seven. You got compensatory picks on top of your regular picks. That's on top of the picks that you've just picked up. You have eleven picks. The Cleveland Browns have pretty much overhauled themselves with the first five picks. Absolutely wonderful. I give them an A plus for their for the draft so far. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. And I felt like we should have went defense first. I felt like we should have went and got a corner. I felt like I felt like a guy like Jamal Adams or a a Jamal Adams or a I mean uh, or Marshawn Lattimore or or Derek Barnett would have been great. Well, I'm sorry, Malik Hooker. I'm sorry, would have been great. For the Bears When you trade up a spot And you get Mitchell Trubisky You get Mitchell Trubisky Mitchell Trubisky is like That I'm not going to use that analogy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold that one. I'm going to hold off on that one. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. I am going to use that analogy. Mitchell Trubisky is like the porn star that only does one film and gets out of the business because she because he or she thinks that. Never
2: mind.
1: I, 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 <sighs> Why did you give up so many spots? To get a guy who's only had thirteen starts, played in seventeen games over his college career, I, I, I for the life of me, do not understand the Chicago Bears right now. I, I don't understand. I mean, I thought Emory as a GM was making bonehead decisions. But this GM here Moving on. I mean and when look at we look at the at the forty Niners, the way that they the way that they pick the way that they pick and the way that they, they moved up and down in the draft. I mean, John Lynch, as a GM, is, is, this is his first draft. You go out, you get Solomon Commons, and you get Reuben Foster in the first round. Dude, are you sure that you're a first-time general manager? I mean, a first-time general manager does not... Do the things that you're doing, unless you got a football mind. John Lynch has a football mind, unlike what you see with the Bears. Unlike what you saw, I mean, like what you saw with the Bears. I mean, everybody did good. A lot of people don't like the Houston thing. I think that I think they're crazy with the Houston thing. I think a lot of people don't like don't like what Tennessee did at five when you got we got a kid like Corey Davis. I for one thought that Corey Davis was probably the best receiver in the draft. Yeah, I thought he would have failed because of the ankle injury, but you had the best possible receiver in the draft when healthy. This guy's this guy's bomb. Leonard Fournette I mean I think that he'll be a bust. But him going to the Jaguars actually makes him a bit of a, a bit of a a viable product. Because I thought that if he would go somewhere else, he wouldn't fit the scheme. But Jacksonville was a good spot for him. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought about it. Jacksonville is a good spot for him. It's a real good spot for him because he's got a quarterback in Blake Bortles who's going to who who digressed after last year. Now you give a guy like Blake Bortles a a running back to go along with his gunslinger, his quote with his gunslinger slash game manager style. That he has. I mean, because this, this is a guy who's, who's a smart guy at times, but he's also a gunslinger. He, he likes to throw the ball around, but he doesn't need to. With Leonard Fournette, he gives you that balance that you need, and you can become a guy who can be what you want to be, which is a game manager who will take over the game when he needs to take over the game. I like the Jaguars pick. I like the Jaguars' second-round pick. I, I mean, I like the Jaguars' pick so far. Um, I look at I look at other look at other guys, other draft picks. I mean, the Chargers got steel when they went and got Forest Lamp from Western Kentucky. There's a guy who can ball. He's an offensive guard who. Can possibly play at center, who possibly can play the right tackle if need to. I mean, he's a guard. I think he'll be. I think he'll be projected as a guard. I think he will be a guard, but he can play the right tackle if he needs to. He can play center if he needs to. This is a versatile guy. Do I think he has the feet to, to branch out and be and be that 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 left tackle that you would need? I don't think he's there. I don't think he's there, but I think as a right tackle, I think as a a right tackle, left guard, right guard, or center, I think you've got I think you've got a gem in Forrest Lamp. This is this is a steal. A steal. And and I and I and I love this I love that, that pick. I do. And then you look at what Carolina did. Their first two picks. You go Christian McCaffrey and then you go Curtis Samuel. Smart because you've got a Swiss Army knife in Christian McCaffrey, who you can line up in the backfield, who you can put in the slot, you can put him as an outside receiver if you need to. You can. There's so many things that you can do with him. Just like what the Saints did when they went and got Dalvin. I'm sorry, what the Vikings did with Dalvin Cook. That was a great. That was a great pick. I mean. There's so many things that that you, that, that you can go with. So many places you can go with this. But the Panthers, you get Christian McCaffrey first, then you get Curtis Samuel. Because of the the end departure, you have another speed guy. You have another speed guy from Ohio State coming in to replace the speed guy that you have. I, I'm. I'm so mesmerized by what the Carolina Panthers did in their first two picks that I, I was I was I was taken I was taken away. I mean, I was I was blown away by what we saw. I, I really was. I mean, and then the Saints, uh, you go you have know, safety then third round you you get Alvin Kamara. I like what the Saints have have done. You got another guy who's just like a you got another guy who's just like a, a Christian McCaffrey type. You can line him up anywhere. You can do anything you wanna do with him. This is this is a this is a steal because he is, he is definitely first, second round type player that you got in the third round. I mean, of course, you surrender a second round pick for him. But you know what? You have Adrian Peterson, you have Mark Ingram, you got Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is going to bring something different because he can, he brings so many different skill sets. This is a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. This is a guy who can who can line up in the slide. He can run the real wide out of the backfield. I mean, he can he's a ball catcher out of the backfield. I mean, a lot of people don't like this because they just went and got Adrian Peterson. Yeah, so you have another guy who's like a Swiss Army knife, the guy that. You can put in and you can treat him just like you did with Reggie Bush when he was in his heyday. You can move him around. You can have fun with him. You, I mean, you can you can pretty much play him like a like a like one of those characters in in a video game. I mean, because you can put him in different spots. You can put him. You can pencil him in some places. You can do. It, you can put him in other in other places. I mean, this is this is, this is a pretty good lineup. I mean. Again, I mean, then the Rams didn't. Then the Rams did themselves a pretty good favorite too. They wouldn't got Cooper Cup, Christian Washington, all time leading, all time leader in yards and catches at the FCS level. I don't give a damn what you say about him, about his level of skill. When you go back and you look at what he and Vernon Adams did at Washington. You go back and you look and see what he did against Oregon State. When you have twenty seven catches and six touchdowns against two FCS schools, FBS schools, and you beat Oregon State and you and you take Washington to the brink and you get beat by a field goal in overtime? This guy, this guy is a real deal. He's a real deal. He, his numbers may not have may not have popped out at you at the combine, but his shuttles, his shuttle was probably one of the fastest. As, one of the fastest, which means that he can get out of breaks really quick. He's a, he's a Chris a crisp route runner. And he's a crisp route runner who can who catches with his hands. I mean and a lot of people say, you know, Jared Goff is gonna it's gonna be bad. And a lot of people don't even give Jared Goff a chance. I mean the Jeff Fisher offensive system just it didn't work for him. Like it didn't work for, for Vince Young when he was at Tennessee. It just it doesn't work. But Jared Goff in a new system, I think he'll be okay. I think he will be okay. And Cooper Cup, will be Jack fine. He's a third-generation NFL guy. His father was a quarterback in the NFL. His grandfather was was Archie Manning's left tackle. So that tells you a lot about him. I mean, tells you a lot about what what you get out of him. I mean, I I don't know where, where else to go with that. I mean, other than than that, and. And we look at and we look at look at the Falcons and see what the Falcons have done. I mean, yeah, Takaris McKinley and Duke Riley to to your team. These two guys, Duke Riley is a range guy. They need a linebacker. They need to get younger a linebacker. Takaris McKinley brings you a guy with an edge who can play. And when I say he can play, the dude can ball. The dude's gonna the dude's a he's a dude. I mean, when when you hear people say he's a dude, he's a dog, he's this, he's that when I say he's a dude, that means that this guy is just, he's got it. He's got that kind of that kind of power. He's got that kind of kind of playmaking ability. I mean, you play the, you played a pretty good defense. With Eddie VanderDose and and another guy that 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 got drafted early, they got drafted later in the third round. I mean, so I mean, you play in that same defensive line. So this is this is a this is a really good pickup. You know, Fabian Moreau went, you know, cornerback in that in in that same in that same defense that McKinley and VanderDose came out of. Fabian Moreau was there. You know, he's, he's getting his shot. It's a great, great draft for UCLA. It's a great, great draft for for Washington. I mean, Buddha Baker. I mean, Buddha Baker going to um, – <coughs> excuse me. I mean, Buddha Baker leaving. I mean, coming out. Kevin King coming out. I mean, Arizona got Bud Baker. You know, Kevin King went to went to Green Bay. These are great picks, and these are guys who can play. They can play early and will play often. I mean, there's another guy in that, in that mix that that could play and can play early. I mean, Sidney Jones. I mean. Sidney Jones, you know, in that same secondary as Budde Baker and and uh, and uh, Ke- and um, Kevin King. I mean, he tore his Achilles in, in, in on that pro day, at that pro day. But he's uh, he's going to he's going to be out the first six weeks of the season. And then we see. A guy like Adam Shaheen going to the Bears. The one thing I like about Adam Shaheen is I saw him playing in high school. Basketball in high school. Not football. So I played basketball in high school. It's a guy who's got skill. You put him on the football field, he's got skill. It comes, Ashland, it comes from Ashland. who plays in probably one of the toughest conferences in in all of Division II football, the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, the GLIAC. Yes, I said the GLIAC. This is probably one of the best conferences in all of high, in all of Division II football, along with the with the South Atlantic Conference and. In the uh, Gulf Coast, in the Gulf South Conference. I mean, these are all these are really good conferences in Division Two. But he didn't need to go here to Chicago at forty-five. I felt like he should have. How can I put it? Never mind. Just never mind. Just never mind. Like I said, the best, the best, the best draft for anybody. I'll give you my top five. I mean, of course, of course, you have to do, of course, you have to put Cleveland at, at one. I like what Houston's done with Deshaun, with Deshaun Watson there, and and uh, Deontay Foreman. I mean, those are those are two good picks. And then you, add, then you add in the, the, the second round pick they got that they straight they, they, they away. I mean, this is good. This is a good draft for for it's a good draft for for um, for Cleveland. It's a great draft for 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 the Cowboys. I like what they did in the draft. I like what they did. I like what um, Carolina's done. Jacksonville's coming along slowly, and. The Falcons the Falcons added pieces to an already good team. They added good pieces. They added valuable pieces. Now I think that they need to get other pieces that can come in and solidify things. And and they also they also got some got some time in the free agent market as well to get, get other players. So this is this is this is setting up to be a pretty good draft for everyone involved for all the teams involved cuz they've all gotten little pieces that they need here and there. And that's what makes this such a good this is what makes this draft such a good draft. It's such a such a it's a talent-rich draft from the standpoint of there's a lot of safeties, there's a lot of corners, there's a lot of receivers. This is this is a this is a receiver defensive back friendly draft. This is a perimeter friendly draft if you want to put it that way on both sides of the ball. I mean but Chicago trading up to get Trubisky? What the hell is going on? I mean, they must have I mean, I'm serious, man. They must have sat with Bobby Brown or something and smoked the weed, you know, you know what Bobby Brown's drug of choice is. Weed laced with a little bit of laced with a little bit of coke. Yeah. That's what that's what I mean, that's what I think that's why I think the management at for the Bears was, was was smoking. I really do. I mean, I mean I really do. I, I don't know what else to say about it. We're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We gonna come back and talk. Come back and talk some spring football, and also Klitschko. Show, show Joshua, y'all stay tuned.
3: Said, lately, been dissing all on my own business. But girl, believe me, I swear I'm done with these old, you know. Well damn, but maybe not. For life, cause then again, it's gotta be a reason. I get jealous when you mention friends. Well, picture perfect, baby. Let's pretend that this is now and now it's really then. Now when again I go searching for you. So can't you see the fire? Robin? steady burning for you. To make it clear that I got more than a yearning for you. I'm so when you see me as someone that's perfect for you. Say am I worth it for you. And when I am I'll be the first to remind you that what we live in is timeless and by the time we were it, I swear start to see that it's one hell of a life and we finished on it off with one hell of a there night You're the one I can't seem to find But look up, you can see me now among the sky On the horizon it's searching for you among the highs You got me feeling like I'm always running out of time Or maybe out my mind, playing my part again If life again will you shuffling up my cards again Reading your signs so I'm finna follow my heart again Rolling through traffic like I've been passing the cars you in You got me looking back It's like you're moving away in back of my I'm staying focused and trying to send you on. So for the future, what's my sense of being? And I can promise you only getting the best of mine. You got what's worthy, you're really putting the rest aside. The inner beauty that's sour woman is best to find. The funny thing is that girl, you something I'm best to find.
4: But women selling pussy for 50 and searching nothing they never had and that word, is love. And word, is love, word is love And Bane said he putting all that white inside, they piping as they like, they try to feel that, love. Feel, that love, feel that love And little niggas dying on some block, he ain't even have to hustle, all he wanted was to shine Should've been bumping a hundred miles and running when I told him I grinded. Yo, grinding my showers to your shine, nigga. Look in your mind, nigga. When you see that light that in the glow, that be your shine, nigga. Even if nobody else don't see it, as long as you can see it, that should be your main ambition to go out and really be just what you dreamed up. Can't be a sequel of my father's life. I'm out there, man, about the a month ago. He ain't living right. Damn, he was a big time dope dealer. Like father, like son, guess that's why I spit this dope, nigga. Boss, that's what's in front of my uncle Lack of cash made him hunger But got caught up in the jungle Yeah, that's word to Marcel Rise above by themselves i would be 20 when you get out I plan to have us some meal That was my goal for Dominique But guess it just wasn't time In 15 years they finally came Now I'm waiting in line for them visits Them phone calls I used to play you my beat Sometimes I didn't know what to say Cause you was trapped, I was free Cause I've yeah. It made me colder As I grew older Soldier. I'm a soldier. Columbus Georgia, why did you volume? It made me colder. As I grew older, I'm a soldier. Columbus. Yeah. Little homie got a keyboard and a vision. He making beats and all his other homies feel it. But they don't know that he was growing to a legend. Everything that he have been through, write it out, a tell it. He know there's more to life than just a project. He understands that failure's not an option. He wanna chase his dream, I go to college. He knows there's deeper knowledge, then they taught him, hold up. Chase your dream and go get that money, cause you deserve it. We too poor to be lazy, so I'm constantly working. Role models across the street by the daily, they serving. They lead the block and they see cops cause they know that they lurking. Chevy on A-Circle, the hood, that's what we all wanted. He was the plug, he had that chick, the girl we all wanted. He caught the L and shit died down, that was the end. Five years later, a love homie end up being a man. Here it goes again. Every night he asked the Lord forgive him for his sins again. Loading up the Glock cause someone shot one of his friends again. Every day his life was took for free based in your Benjamins. Money making. A closer partner Never be your friend again Now that I am older Wish sometimes I was a kid again Cause struggle is a beast I ain't no weakness in these streets Either you strive or you eat It's one Keith's wine glass Columbus Georgia Rebbing that H Columbus Georgia what it do for you It made me colder As I grew older I'm a soldier I'm a soldier Columbus Georgia what it do for you It made me colder I'm
0: a soldier
1: Back to the press box and telegraph crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. Power by, by solar headphones, HWA headphones, headphones head or attitude. Check them out on their various social media webs and their social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, also Tumblr. See I check them out. Also, also if you live if you live in, if you live in the area that I live in, the West Point, Georgia, East Alabama, West Georgia area. Come out to the to, come out to the Irish Bread Pub in West Point, Georgia and support a friend of mine by the name of Felicia Hickson. Uh um next weekend, uh next weekend, May sixth, four o'clock four o'clock PM. Uh great barbecue and desserts by Mo Puddles. Uh get your barbecue plates cooked by Roy of Roy's uh meat market. Uh, Felicia is very sick. She has uh lupus and sclerodoma and uh Let's lift, her, let's lift her up in spirits and prayer, and help us help her. She's no, she's a, no longer able to work. She was a long time uh, employee at the Irish Red Pub in West Point, Georgia, um, and she's now no longer able to work. And um, so, uh, y'all go out and support her. Also, my nephew, uh, well, I call him my nephew. I've known him since he was a little boy, and him, him, and my nephew are, are really close friends. Corbin hopes he'll be playing some good music downstairs as well at Irish Red Pub. So everybody come out and check that out. May 6, 4 PM. Uh, let's, 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 let, let's, um, let's praise Miss Felicia. I know if you, you're probably listening, I love you Felicia and I hope you, I hope you're doing okay. I hope, hope everything's better. And that young man of yours, I hope he's, I hope he's helping you out around the house being a man around the house. Um, uh, with that being said we're gonna jump back in we're gonna jump back into sports and um and everything. Also uh, jump back into sports. I'm gonna talk some spring football now and the last Saturday that spring football will be held um you know spring football the spring football games you know and all the practices have to have to be done by, uh, by um by by Monday May first so excuse me, so a lot of, a lot of the school, a lot of schools have put off their spring practice and put off their spring game until till the day, which is the last Saturday that you can have spring practices um, or spring football games and one of those schools is Arkansas and the other, one of those schools is Arkansas, and arkansas pretty good year last year um make a bowl game, win that bowl game. One of the things I'm looking for I'm looking forward to seeing in you know, Arkansas is progression. Will that offensive line progress? Will that offensive line be better? Um that's the one thing I'm looking at. Quarterback play, you you pretty much know what you're gonna get from, from the quarterbacks that they have there. Um I mean but you lose you lose a little bit you lost a little bit on the offensive side of on the offensive side of the ball. Um you're gonna be starting a, a you're gonna be starting a, um a kicking competition early. Um as you got a guy that's that's on campus early and then you also have a guy that's coming in early. Dawson Hyatt. I will be excited to see Dawson Hyatt um playing the spring game as he is an early enrollee at, at Arkansas. So I'll be excited to see him play a little bit. I'm um, excited to see a lot of these kids um, flow through and progress, and that's that's one of the things I want to see. I want to see the quarterback play uh, progress. I want to see the running back play progress. I mean, you're going to be breaking in a a running back this year as well. So um, in Arkansas, and the sad thing about this is Arkansas actually – the, their spring game won't be open to the public. they're actually gonna move it in, indoors because of the weather um all the things that they normally do with in in regards to to the spring game hog fest uh which is which is a big thing that they do in front of budwalk arena um every year um all of that's been cancelled for this year because of weather and things of that nature so i mean just Uh, Just keep in mind there, but um, the SEC Network will still broadcast their their spring football game. Uh, It's a 1 o'clock game uh, on SEC Network. Also, um, really excited to see Oregon, Oregon spring game as well. I mean, with Willie Taggart as, as new head coach, we'll see them go back to more of a traditional type offense, even though there will be some spread principles in there. Don't 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 get it twisted. You know, there will be still some spread principles in there, but Willie Taggart is one of those guys, he he's a physical guy. So I mean even though there's some spread principles in his offense, it's traditional power eyes, traditional one back sets, pro sets. I mean, it's almost it's almost a west coast it's almost a hybrid offense. Kinda of like what you see at, kind of like what you see at Florida State. I mean, it, it's got that kind of feel. Uh, it's a hybrid type of offense. You know, they'll go from the pistol, they'll go from the shotgun, they'll go under center. I mean, you'll see a lot of stuff under center in this Oregon spring game than you have in previous in, in previous years. So this is gonna be this is gonna be away from the norm. You know, in regard. Chad
2: Kett was with Kelly and Helper's at home. totally different thing. So I'm really excited to see,
1: see Oregon there. Also, 4 o'clock, um, UCLA, and they have their spring game. Uh, they've got some kids coming in. They've got some early enrollees coming in, and I'm really excited to see those guys. Really excited to see um, Josh Rosen come back. I and mean, he is, He has been throwing. He did throw a lot this spring. Um, he hasn't been limited at all. So, it'll be very interesting to see him, uh, in the spring, in the spring game and see him progress. So, um, so I think that a lot of people just, a lot of people are going to have a lot of fun with these, these spring games. Also, Virginia is playing their spring game, uh, today. Fresno State is playing their spring game, um, virginia spring game is actually on uh e s p n three the watch e s p n platform and it's at three o'clock um I thought that that game was gonna be um actually televised on e s p n but it but it's not so um, but it's not so um you'll be able to check that out on on uh on the watch ESPN platform. So um, y'all check that, y'all check that out as well. But, and, you know, one of the, one of the other schools that, one of the other things that, that I'm really excited to see, um, that I really want to see, I want to, I want to uh, find a Nevada spring game actually. And, and see that spring game. I mean, David Cornwell, former Alabama quarterback, is, is now at the helm at, at uh, Nevada. And a lot of people think that they're, they're going to do very, very well um, in the Mountain West this year. So um, a lot of people are picking them to be a sleeper in the Mountain West. And uh, this is a team that wasn't too bad last year. So uh, they had some they had some costly losses, you know, that – they made them finish, uh I think it was like four and eight or or five and seven, something like that. So um so this the this is a good Nevada team that, that could do very, very well, um in the Mountain West this year. Um again, Fresno State, their swing game is, is, is today as well. And Fresno State new head coach, Jeff tefford and um Jeff tefford's coming home, you know, this is his alma mater, uh He's got some. he got some. He's got some talent at his disposal. Um, really excited to see to see Jeff Teford at Fresno State. See what see what kind of magic he can he can produce with, with Fresno State. Um, just to see, I just want to see. I just want to see Fresno State succeed again. I mean, they're they're going through a down. They're going through that downtrend since um, in the last three in the last three and a half four years since. Um his car left, but this is this is the Fresno state team they're in a very fertile recruiting area which is which is the southern silicon valley area um which is in right in the middle of silicon valley i mean that southern is the silicon valley i mean and and you got some, you got some fertile fertile ground there to recruit from around that Fresno area, you know, you, you can even reach um some of that northern Los Angeles talent as well. I mean, um and pull some of those kids. I mean this is this is a very, very, very good time for Fresno State to strike while the iron's hot. I mean, you can you can recruit all California, you can recruit all Nevada, you can I mean you're in a you're in a spot to where you can recruit pretty much everywhere you want to recruit at, and and um, and and pick and choose. I mean, this, this is going to be a very big thing for for Fresno State this year, and hopefully they'll get off to a good start, uh, get better, and. Um, <clears throat> So, I mean just I'm just excited. I'm excited for spring Football and and it comes to a close and um, after four o'clock after six o'clock, um, today, you know, we'll have about a hundred and we'll have about a hundred and uh days until I'm sorry, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty days until until we kick off and uh I'm very excited I'm very excited for it. Very, very excited for it. We're gonna take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're gonna come back and talk to show with Joshua. Y'all stay tuned.
5: straight, you know what I'm saying? And ain't no half stepping. Word. I'm ready. Rapper steppin' to me. They want to get some. But I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. I'm the victory. They can't get with me. So pick a B.C. day, cause you're a history. I'm the authentic poet to get lyrical. For you to beat me, it's gonna take a miracle. And stepping to me. Yo, that's the wrong move. So what you on, huh? Dope a dog. do a dog. Competition. I just devour. Like a pitfall against a chihuahua. So when it comes to being dope, hot damn, I got it good. Now let me tell you who I am. The so B-I-T-D-A-D-D-Y-K-A-N-E. Dramatic, Asiatic, not like many. I'm different. You don't compare me to another. Cause they can't hang? Word to the mother. At least not with the principle in this pedigree. So when I roll on your rappers, you better be ready to die because you're petty. Tonight. I'm a machete. This by rockin' through. Wait until when you try to front so I can chop into your body. Just because you try to be basing Friday the 13th, I'ma
0: play Jason. No type of joke, that game, puzzle a riddle. The name is Big Daddy. Yes, big, not little, so define it. Here's your walking papers. Sign it and take a walk. As the cane start to talk, cuz... The rappers be hoping To sound like me so soon I'll
5: have to open A school of MCing For those who want to be in My field and court Then again on second thought The happens to be coming out Sounding so similar It's like a fusing For you to remember the originator And boy do I hate a Perpetrator but I'm much greater The best oh yes I guess Suggest the best Your best do mess Or test your highness Unless you just Address with best finesse And bless the paragraph I manifest Rap prime minister Some say sinister Non-stop in the groove Until winning The climax climax. i act Relax and chill Have a break From a take of me Acting Ill, brain cells are lit, ideas start to hit, next the formation of words that fit, at the table I sit, making it legit, and when my pen hit the paper, pause, I stop saying strong over and seize and devour, with the power of Hercules or Samson. But I go further to left Cause so you can scout my cameo and I still have strength And no, that's not a And if You gotta rip or get whipped The man with the given gift of gab Your vocab I only ignore Be sleeping on your rhyme till I start to snore You can't awake me or even make me fear your son Cause you can't do me none So think about it if you're trying to go When you wanna step to me, I think you should know that Eight, no, F, now, 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 now. Now. The name is Big Daddy, you know, as in your father. So when you hear a deaf rhyme, believe that I'm the author. I grab the mic and make him see he evaporates. The party people say, damn, that rapper's great. The creator, conductor of poetry, etc., etc. It ain't easy being me. I speak clearly so you can understand. Put words together like letter, man. Not that dictation. Proceeding to my innovation. Not like the other MCs that are an imitation of an animation, a cartoon to me But when I'm finished, I'm sure that you are soon to see reality My secret technique, because I always speak with mentality I put my title in your face, stare you the face Then if you try to come get it, yo, I'ma show you who's with So if you know like I know, instead of messing around Play like Roy Rogers and slow down Give yourself a break, or someone else will take your title Namely me, because I'm homicidal That means murder, your son must have hurt another Get with me, I'll just break them and make them and rake them and take them and mold them and make them hold up the peace on off along.
1: My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. We're powered by HWA headphones, solar headphones. Check them out at solarheadphones.com. Also, check them out at their at their various social media uh platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And also they have a Tumblr page as well. So y'all check them out. Headsets with attitude, the first and only solar power headsets. And all you have to do, man, like no lie. All you have to do is put them in, put them in your window, let them charge up, or you got a little place you can use the same phone charger, and just plug them up that way as well. Headset for attitude, man. I love mine and using mine right now. Moving on, and the epicenter of of, of sports today is centered around London, England, around Wembley Stadium, boxing. Boxing is back on the map, especially in the heavyweight division. I mean, this is probably like I like I said earlier in the open. This is probably the biggest matchup in boxing since in heavyweight boxing since nineteen since I I, I will say since Bo Holyfield. I mean that that this, uh, this this has this is by far the most impo- excuse me the most important match that we've seen in a long time, and this just sets off a chain a chain reaction of events in the world of boxing in the next four to six in the next six weeks as the caravan goes from London this week to Sheffield in a couple weeks to Manchester. <laughs> in just over in just over four weeks, so I mean, this right here for me, I am so excited for this matchup. When this matchup was made back in February, after after Anthony Joshua defended his championship and won his fight, they got in the ring and Eddie Hearn announced this May twenty ninth. I'm sorry, April twenty ninth, Wembley Stadium. This this fight. Tickets went on sale on Friday. Within sixteen minutes, all ninety thousand seats were sold. This is the biggest matchup in Britain since George Groves, Carl Frog. Same venue. You only got fifty thousand people there. Tonight. You're looking at ninety thousand people. This is the biggest event in history of boxing in in England, and there've been some big time events that have happened in, in in some of the arenas around Britain. I mean, you've had seventy thousand, you've had seventy thousand at Hamden. you've had seventy thousand at Cardiff Arms for uh, Bruno, for Bruno, Lennox Lewis. You had over seventy thousand. Uh, <clears throat> For a Mike Tyson fight with Peter, um, uh, I Peter McNeely or whatever his name was. Um, so you had big fights there. You had the white the White Hart Lane fight with uh Michael Watson and and Chris Eubank, which which turned out to be pretty tragic in, in a sense uh, because of the Michael Watson uh, injuries. Suffered in that fight. Um, I mean, the old Wembley. You had you had a fight at, at old Wembley that that had um, that had over sixty thousand people there. So this is not one of those things that is, is not unprecedented. It is not. But for this fight here, ninety thousand people. Wembley Stadium. Anthony Joshua. Vladimir Klitschko, World Title Unification, that's the, that's the IBF and W, that's for um, Joshua's I, I, IBF belt, and also the vacant WBA championship. So, for me, this is a big time matchup of styles. And the reason why I say that is because of this Anthony Joshua has not been touched since he fought Dillian White. And that was ten fights ago. Dillian White touched him one time. He he hit him with the right hand. He took it well. Even though he was a little bit staggered, it took he took it well. Klitschko was on a whole nother level with his punching power than Dillian White. I'm gonna break down the keys to you right now. And here's, here's, here's the first key for you. Klitschko needs to be busy. Against Tyson Fury, he looked flat. He did not punch. He did not throw punches like he, like he normally does. He didn't pop that jab like he normally does. He didn't do anything that you would normally see a, a Vladimir Klitschko do. He deviated from what he normally does, which is not a good thing. What he has to do is he has to establish a jab. He has to throw the right. Hand. He has to establish his left jab. He has to throw the left hook. He has to throw. He has to keep Anthony Joshua off balance. He's also got to put some head movement into his game as well. I mean, he's not one to. He's not one to move his head. He's one to fight really tall. He's fighting a tall fighter with a long reach. Klitschko has to have a head movement. He has to. He has to get Joshua off rhythm. He has to use footwork that he's never been known to have. He's also got to earn respect early in the fight. He's got to land of the right hand early. And Joshua hasn't been past the eighth round. So that's another thing. Take him in the deep waters. But don't, don't, please don't, don't get caught, don't get caught up in, in your own hype. You're an underdog. You know that you're an underdog. Fight your fight. It's probably going to be the biggest stage you've, you've ever fought on. Fight your fight. Fight your, fight the way you fight. Ask for Joshua. Anthony Joshua's got some great boxing skills. Great boxing skills. He's got great footwork. He's got great head head, head movement. My question is, is his chin? He hasn't been tested. Is this like night that he'll get tested? He should get tested early, and he should get tested often, if Klitschko is smart smarter about this. But the thing for Joshua is, he has to he has to find the rhythm. He has to find his range. That means jabbing. That means using your using your hip, using your footwork, using your using your using your good footwork. That means getting in your jabs. That means that means doing the things that you do as a fighter that makes you a great fighter. You got a jackhammer for a left hand. You got a great left hook. You got you got you got really good skill. You got a really good skill set and you have hand speed. So, if you want to use your hand if if you're smart, you're going to use your hand speed. You're going to not only are you going to use your hand speed, but you're also going to use you're going to find the range early and often. You have to work you have to work body as well. But don't be susceptible to the counter. Don't leave yourself open to a counter. because you have at times left yourself open for counters, but you've had you've had fighters so mesmerized by the way that by your hand speed and by your power that they don't take advantage of it. You're in there with a savvy veteran who will take advantage of it who will take advantage of your of what you leave them open with. I mean, the 27 years old know the difference between 18 and 1 and 19 and 0. What I mean by that? Simple. You get careless, you get knocked out. You stay within yourself. Don't let don't let the moment be bigger than you. You will win this fight because you are the superior athlete in this matchup. You may give up two inches in height. You also give up ten pounds in in weight, and you also give up, I think, two and a half inches of reach. So, I mean, this is a guy who's going to touch you. How you weather that, how you weather that punch dictates how you win this fight, and that's from Dazzy Joshua's point of view. And you look at it from this way, we know what kind of chin Klitschko has, and Klitschko has a it's not it's not a granite chin anymore. It's 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 been suspect a couple times, and the two fights that you that you've lost, Corey Sanders, and also to uh, uh, the two fights that you lost, you've gotten knocked out. You no, know, two of those three fights that you lost, you got knocked out. You no, know, Tyson Fury, he just. You just wasn't busy enough. And that's what lost you that fight. So, I mean. Well, let's look at it this way. It's. it's I mean, let's look at it this way. I mean, Klitschko Joshua is one of those fight is, is this fight where is youth gonna serve itself, or is the old guard gonna take his throne back? That's the way we're looking at this. And also, we look at we look at this fight, and we see possibilities galore in the next. Few months because you're, you're going to have a possible unification with the WBO and the W and the WBC, where Joseph Parker may fight uh, Deontay Wilder, or Deontay Wilder may even fight the winner of this fight. And put it this way, the two favorites in that fight in those fights. are finally going to get step, ups, step up, step-up in competition. Like, real step-up in competition. This is the first time Anthony Joshua's been in there with a guy who's going to who, who could take his head off. And a lot of people are predicting what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to go past six rounds, to be honest with you. I really don't think so. And if it does get past six rounds, we know that Joshua can at least go seven, eight at the most. I mean... The most he's ever gone was was eight, and um and that was a knock. You know, and he knocked him out in the eighth round. So and he dictated that fight. So in that in that regard, you're looking at you're looking at Anthony Joshua who can who can just bang you out, and you're looking at a possibility of Klitschko landing a big right hand that comes behind the jab. Cause he loves to throw that. He loves to throw that one-two. He loves to throw that paw and jab and that and
2: that and that straight hand.
1: Straight right hand. He'll throw will a straight right hand too. So you gotta you gotta be careful of what you're gonna see from from Klitschko. I mean, the guys got the guys got skills. They both got skills. This is what makes this fight such a great fight for me. I mean, I'm so excited to talk about this fight because you look at Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua, 18, 18 wins, all 18 by knockout. I mean, and then you look at. You look at Klitschko and. You look at Klitschko and it's. I mean, it's like looking at. I mean, you look at these two. It's like looking at mirrors. Looking at mirrors because, I mean, just looking at looking in the mirror at each other because, both of these guys, they do things the same and they also do things a little bit different. And Deontay Waddle will be in the building. <laughs> uh Tuscaloosa-Alabama's own, Deontay Wilder will be in the building, 38-0, 37 KOs. I mean, 64-4 four, four for Klitschko, 18, 54, 64 wins, 54 knockouts. You know, four losses, three of those three of those losses were knockouts. The other the other one was, was a decision. I mean, Anthony Joshua, 18-0, 18 knockouts. This – I'm I'm so excited to see this fight for so many reasons. I'm so excited. I mean, I want to see the old man win. I also want to see Andy Joshua continue continue the pace that he's on. I mean, this is already this is his second fight this year. You know, this is a guy who fought four times last year. I mean, this is a busy fighter. He's 27 years old. I mean, I'm so excited to see to see this fight. I'm, I, I the reason why I'm excited to see this fight is because I want to see Anthony Joshua get tested. This is his first step up in competition in a long time. His first step up in competition. Dillian White, he's a contender, but he's not he's not at that level yet. And you got and you got touched. You got touched in that fight. But you end up winning that fight by a fourth round knockout. So, I mean this is this is this is big time. Big time. I mean, like I said, I mean you got some you got some possibilities out there. You got a possibility of a Wilder winner than Joshua Klitschko, you got a possibility of Wilder Wilder fighting Joseph Parker. And Joseph Parker hadn't fought anybody. Ever Um, I mean I don't want to call him a paper champion But that's basically what Joseph Parker is Um, Until you actually fight somebody that's actually worth fighting I mean that's what you'll be You'll be a paper champion I mean that's just just the way that goes I mean even though you did Be the guy who was The number two contender in the WBO Who nobody really knew about I mean he's another Australian fighter so, I mean, if you're a New Zealander who went to New Zealand, you've been fighting here in the States forever. So, you know, that, that kind of makes you that kind of makes you suspect to me. To me it does. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but to me that makes you a little bit suspect, even though you do have a belt. I mean, and can't take that away from you. You are a world champion. So, I would love to see you fight. I would love to see you fight a Deontay Waddle. I would love to see you fight Anthony Joshua. I mean, and all these heavyweights, are all Showtime heavyweights, so there's no reason for these fights not to happen, except for Klitschko. I mean, Klitschko doesn't have an American doesn't have an American promoter, even though they work hand in hand with Top Rank. I mean, his promoter works hand in hand with Top Rank. He doesn't have an American promoter that dictates what. What cable, what cable company you're going to go with So This is what we're talking about here Deontay Wilder is a showtime fighter His promotion team is showtime Premier premier, champ, premier Boston champions deal I mean This is what we're talking about So it wouldn't be hard To get a matchup together the only thing that would be hard is if Tyson Fury was to want to come into the into the into the fray because he does have an Ameri- he does have an American promoter as well as a British promoter, but Eddie Hearn has done something that I don't think his father could have done. I mean, let's put it this way. His father put together some great fights. He and Frank Warren put together some great fights. I mean, they put together uh, Nigel Ben they put together Ben Eubanks one in Birmingham. Eddie Hearn's father actually put on the Eubank. actually put on the Eubank Watson card at White Hart Lane. That was him and Frank Warren. I mean, so, you look, at, you look at the history of Eddie Hearn. You see what his father has done for British boxing. And you see what Eddie Hearn is doing right now for British boxing. I mean, not this week, you got Joshua Klitschko. But in two weeks, you have, you know, three weeks, you have Kell Brook, Errol Spence. Two weeks after that, you have. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. You have. Uh, you have Javante Davis first. <laughs> in, in in Manchester against one of your against one of your fighters, and then you have Arnold Spence, Errol Spence, and Kel Brook in Sheffield. So that tells you right here of. What kind of mindset Frank Her- Eddie Hearn has? I mean, this is a good guy. He's a good promoter. He's a great promoter. And matchroom boxing is—they're lucky to have this kid. I mean, he's carried on the mantle that I didn't think that that he could do. You know, I thought he made a mistake when he instead of instead of Putting putting together Eubank Triple G, when that fell apart, he put Kell Brook and Triple G in there, and we saw what Kell Brook could do at 160. We see what he can do at 47. But I think for him, where he needs to be at is 47, because you got some you got some guys who are lining up for you. I mean, you're not the face of that division like you used to be. Earl Spence is, is is primed and ready to take your title. But you look at 147. You look at the heavyweight division as a whole. There's a lot of there's a lot of quality fights that need to be made in heavyweight division. I mean, you can put you can do Brazil. You can do Brazil and and. Um, I mean you can you can put Dominic Brazil in in a fight with Chagaev When he comes off suspension. I mean Stevern when he comes off suspension. I mean, you can put him in with someone. I mean, there's so many fighters right now that you can you can just that we can just do. I mean, that you can just put together. And this is this is a big time matchup i mean these are all big time matchups in the next next three four weeks so i i'm I'm just excited to see what's gonna happen in the next shoot in the next few in the next the next five hours period the next five hours is going to dictate what goes on in the world of heavyweight boxing. It's also going to dictate what goes on. In in what we do, it, it, it also is going to dictate what's going to happen in the rest of the boxing world. I mean, at multiple weight classes. I mean, we're we're looking at we're looking at the next six weeks, big time fights in in, in Britain, and then we look at May. We look at May. Look at June got Terence Crawford defending his titles. You have um got Terence Crawford fighting again. You've got um You've got Lomachenko who's talking about fighting again soon. You're talking to, you're looking at and uh, um And you're looking at War Kovalev two, you're looking at, um, I mean you're looking you're looking at War Kovalev on June 17th. You 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 know a couple weeks after that, Adonis Stevenson is gonna gonna have a mandatory. So, I mean there's so many fights that, that's about to happen in the next few in the next few months, next few weeks. I mean even you have you have a Jamal Charlo, who is probably gonna fight. He's probably going to end up fighting the other uh, the WBA super, super, uh, the WBA middleweight champion in, uh, pretty soon, and then that's going to set up a fight with him and, and him Triple G or, or Canelo. I mean, so you're throwing your you're throwing your name in the hat right there, Jamel Charlo, the twin brother Jamel. He just won his fight last night last week. I mean, stunning knockout. I mean. Stunning knockout. The way that the way that these guys are fighting now, the way the Charlo brothers are fighting right now, they are dominating two different weight classes now. And then you have the possibility of then you have the possibility of James DeGale going up to seventy five to fight Badu Jack, and that's gonna that's gonna be big time. So I mean, you got so many big fights that are coming up. I mean, Felix Stern may fight James DeGale. Who'd have thought that? I mean, like I said, there's so many, there's so many, so much potential for fights that are going on right now that that it's doing nothing but making me more and more excited. Like, more and more excited. The more I think about it, the more I think about it. And I'm just I'm just like I said, I'm so ready for this fight. I'm excited. I mean I I mean I wish I had boxing gloves. I mean, I wish I had a pair of boxing gloves right now. I can go out and punch a wall right now because that's how excited I am about this fight. I mean I really am. I really am. But we're gonna take a quick session break. We'll be right back. And we'll also I'll I'll give you my prediction on this fight. Y'all stay tuned. event is in the building. Really again, excited about today's my today's matchups. Uh, I'm just I I am in awe and, and here here's one of the things I'm in awe about and um I I want I want you guys to listen to this I want you guys to listen to this this stat. David Peterson of 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 Oregon Last night Faced a minimum Not only did he face the minimum But he had 20 strikeouts (laughs) Complete game 20 strikeouts 4 hits shutout The opposing pitcher Complete game 4 hits Strikes out six and loses. Two nothing. You pretty much had a pitcher's duel last night and didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. I mean, we're talking about a guy who struck out 20. Gave up four hits. And the Arizona State pitcher, the opponent, had just as much of a gem as as he did. When he only struck out eight and he faced the minimum. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm in shock for one. Did you have such a pitcher's duel? One guy has twenty strikeouts. The other has just just in a, a hell of a game. But it's in a loss. I mean, I, I'm, I'm. I was in full I mean, I was in full shock when I saw that. I mean I was in full shock when I saw that and I I just I just you know you don't see that very often, especially at the college level. Twenty strikeouts. And you face the minimum With his 27 battles Jeez I mean I mean I I don't I mean It just sucks That that, You know That that happened You know you have that good of a you have that good of a matchup pitching matchup. You know, you a hundred and one pitches. I mean, So one hundred and one pitches, you have four strikeouts. You you deal, four strikeouts. I'm sorry, four strikeouts. And you're dealing pretty much the entire time, and you, and you face the minimum twenty-seven. I mean, you face the minimum, and you give up two earned runs, or one earn one unearned. I mean, when you look at what David Peterson done, 20 strikeouts, 20 strikeouts, (laughs) one walk, I mean, 123 pitches. I mean, I'm just looking at these lines and I'm, I'm just like, if you didn't know what the score was, You'd be wondering who won, what team won. I mean, that's the way that this looks. I mean, both of them were dealing. I mean, just untimely walks here. You know, three walks was the difference. I mean, so I mean, wow. I, I saw him said, wow. But I I would I would take David Peterson as the pitcher of the week this week, you know, as opposed to uh either Rivas. I mean even though he had an the game himself, complete game. Two complete games. But have a few minutes left in this in this on the show and uh i I just want to thank everybody for listening in um everybody go and watch go and watch today's fight um Vladimir Clitch Joshua you will not be disappointed in what you see in this fight um again go out you know if you if you're in the, if you're in particular areas I know arkansas their their spring game is actually close to the public now, um, but I mean if you're in the other areas, um, Eugene, um, LA, you know, go out and su- go out and support your team and um, and have fun and um, I just want to thank uh, my man T Rex uh for the great for the great input and everything that he's done. Uh that man Wendy. Also a special happy birthday to to K C. She made that milestone birthday to, uh on Thursday. She turned a big two one. So uh BJEA, I guess you can start drinking now if you want to. I mean, you know, without without fail, I mean she can't get mad at you no more now since she can since she can drink now. So y'all, uh, but y'all, everybody have a good weekend. Uh, again, thank you to T Rex, Admin Wendy, Casey, DJ EA. Um, shout out to Ray Baker, Underground Sounds, Wine Wineglass, Black. Uh, be on the lookout, June thirtieth. Uh, our Vlog will hit. Uh, with Black and Day in the Life of Black, so y'all um, y'all check that out real soon. Uh, June 30th, um, July 7th, 2017. The album goes on. The album goes on sale, and um, Black's album goes on sale. So everybody, y'all y'all go check that out. July 7th um, again. Shout out to B three Monica Monica Boss Lady um for having us a, for having us be a part of 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 your ventures and, and things of that nature. Um also to to uh, Marquise Wine Glass, uh you doing your thing, boy. Nina Nina Monet, uh, Janice I said lot everyone who supports the network, everyone who Everyone who supports me, my parents, um, the Bennett family, the Bennett Five. Y'all know who y'all are. Everybody have a great weekend. Y'all be careful. Also, shout out to my man, Connor Cassidy. Because, you know, man, we all got dreams. And sometimes you got to get away, too. But um, everybody, y'all have a great weekend.
5: I feel that you're someone that's not only concerned with what's happening right now but with your legacy as well um what is the legacy that you're looking to leave behind that i changed the world and i have fun doing it rolling
3: cause we all got dreams i keep a rolling because we all got dreams hey i keep it rolling because we all got dreams i keep it rolling because we all got dreams right I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got. Yeah. The way I see it, it's only me and my team Motivated by pictures of places I've never been It's gonna leave the city and searching some better things My fam and a couple dollars, that's all that's left in my jeans accepted by nothing, we gunning by any means Wide awake on the surface, inside I'm living this dream Of going city to city with stories of what I've seen Lost in the translation of mind of a human being I'm riding on life's pavement and trying to find what it means Fighting for something stronger than bottles and Jimmy Bean Study the moves the legends from Bob Marley to Queens. But draw my inspiration from race against the machine. Song as a motivation and fueling my self-esteem. Could have been stationary, instead on stations I scheme. Brought myself on a road to becoming something obscene. It's just the sound of a gentleman yearning after his dreams. Run it. <laughs> uh, Run it both right now running. running. tell C, you're going to have to turn that loud
5: down.
3: <laughs> uh. 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 What? Again after his brain yeah, running. Goddamn. Say nothing. All got dreams i keep it rolling cuz we, hey. we all got dreams i keep it rolling cuz we all got dreams i keep it rolling cuz we all got dreams boy i keep it rolling cuz we all got dreams i keep it rolling cuz we all got dreams yeah i keep it rolling cuz we all got i keep it rolling cuz we all got let's take it back to '09. Walking for Arizonas, cause none of us have rides. Simple minded some stoners We got nothing but time. Now don't it sound bad? I'm talking back with Cuddy was the soundtrack. Pursuit the happiness, playing, just let it breathe. I'm kicking back with my people. I sweat it's all that I need. was vibe on a planet of simply being at ease. Started searching for freedom and ended up in the trees. i say saying it's nothing. Hardly that's replicating a feel. Party until the AM with rhythm, turning the wheels. The trials and adolescence, they hella sacred for real. From the way that I'm feeling, it's like I'm living, I'm still We born to carry the mission, carrying on tradition Introducing what's missing, and young minds that are lifted it I throw myself on the road of living by higher means This is just the sound of me getting after my dreams, run it Keep it rolling, cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling, cause we all got dreams I
0: keep a rolling, cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling, cause we all got dreams I keep it rolling <laughs> got Keep got yo 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 yo. Check it out. Hey. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So my mama, I'ma I'm be a potter before a leader. Let me explain. I'ma use these two hands to create my dreams and begin to fill with the people. I'm out of Martin Caesar. Delegate through my actions. Let my life do the preaching. You gotta mold the clay before you be Ali. Cash is the root of the evil around me. I mean what I'm speaking. Call the truth and you call it. Moses used to open the sea, nigga. See, nigga.
5: Understand, there's a God who's sitting above you Making a of every time you struggle But never forgetting, ending is nothing Without the plot leading up to it He brought you to it, he gon' lead you through it Know that it's real And my faith this is a trophy, I have to prove it See, I was born a king who just grew accustomed to losing But I learned the only way to stand out is to be outstanding So, demand your greatness, despite of what the demand is Dream, dream.